we're not gonna throw an Iverson out there. No, we're Iverson on practice, this, okay. practice, practice is important right now. It is it very, very is. much important, especially since we've been out of uh, the loop. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast, I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm happy, really, no, I'm Everett King, but I'm definitely happy that Chris is back with us. We've missed you, man. Oh, thank you. But this is episode 49 of Welcome to the Revolution, and it only took us two tries to do that. That's amazing. That's right. Yes. And That's if amazing. I didn't sound robotic, we would have got it on one. And if, you can, <laughs> and if you can imagine, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just no. don't know while you were gone. So mm -hmm. there was one one day we were doing it. I uh, I tried to begin the podcast. I was like, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. And then I sat there. I was like, wait a minute. I said something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the that's the funny thing because you say I don't know, but I do know because I had to listen to it. Oh, I forgot. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so, it was so funny while I wasn't, um, you know, I was while I wasn't on the podcast, I was still editing the podcast, so I was still doing the background work, um, on it, and it was so funny because Everett would be doing these interviews, and then out of nowhere, he'd be like, "Okay, Chris, we're gonna this is a break. <laughs> we're pausing right here, um, and then we'll pick it up after my countdown." Okay. <laughs> And then it was like, you know, I want you to I, one time I was like, I want you to go back and delete the last 20 minutes and we're going to oh, pick it up. Oh, from yeah. Here. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that one. I was like, well, he really doesn't have to delete those. He just has to delete the first 30 seconds of what we said. <laughs> but it was it was really kind of funny the way that uh, he was talking to me while I wasn't even there. So it was it was great to listen to afterwards. <laughs> yes. See, I'm making sure you're still a part of it. There we go. And you, you're sitting there editing going, you're such a knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I, I like those kind of directions, especially when you're sitting there and editing, because sometimes you have to like, you have to read the mind of whoever's doing it to be like, do they want that gone or that gone? But when it's just like straight up, be like, delete this. You're like, cool. Gotcha. Makes my job easier. <laughs> you know? But no, uh, gl glad to be back. Took a little bit of a break there to spend some time with some family. Um, but glad to be back and in the saddle of it, um, you know, coming back to over 100 emails. I could have done without that, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I caught up. I have caught up. It took me a week to catch up, but I have caught up on that. All right. All so right. Uh, we're back in the groove of everything um, that's going on right now. And uh, today, let's get into it. We talked to Anco Insurance um, from the College Station area, and they've been around since 1873. Man. 1873 my goodness that's old yes yeah, see y'all can't give me any old jokes anymore see i'm not the oldest one on the show <laughs> <laughs> well we're not saying that you know our guests ross and jacqueline are that old they're not that old right, the, company. Right. the company has been there uh, and has set their feet in these communities for that long and that's a testament to, to you know their company and what they give and what they do in the community to be there that long 
decided to come on this uh, podcast with us to share with you, our listeners, what they do for the community and how they partner with us, you know, through, you know, online programs, virtual programs, or in-person um, events and competitions. They're, they're going to be down there in the southeast central part of Texas um, at all of your competitions. So we're really glad that they jumped on with us. And, uh, you know, before we ramble on, because, you know, we can, um, we're going to jump right into the interview. So uh, just sit back and enjoy. Well, thanks for joining us today on another episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We got a good one for you today. Uh, we are joined here by Ross and Jacqueline from Anco Insurance, and we're so glad that they're joining us today. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. Doing good. So again, thanks uh, thanks for jumping on with us. Uh, we can't wait to uh, hear what uh, y'all have been doing down uh, in the uh, kind of southeast part of Texas. Am I correct on that? Yeah, so we're actually in, uh, Jacqueline and I are located in different areas. I'm in the Bryan College Station area, and uh, Jacqueline's in Austin. So, Oh, perfect. So like central uh, southeast uh, Texas, uh, down in the central part um, of the state. But again, it's, right. it's so glad uh, for you all to join us. And uh, we've heard a lot of good things about um, what you all have been doing to uh, partner with us with Special Olympics. So uh, uh, we'll kind of start it off with this question. I'll kind of give it to uh, to you, Ross, you know, so why did ANCO begin a partnership with Special Olympics Texas? Yeah, so we've always supported Coach Blair Charities, which is a partner and uh, helps support Special Olympics. Um, but we wanted to step it up a level. Um, we've really got to know the staff at Special Olympics, especially Sarah and the team. Um, we definitely believe in the, in the cause of the organization and promoting um, sports and um, the peop for people with disabilities and their participation in it. Um, I, I actually coached two different baseball teams. I was an athlete growing up, and, um, and Jacqueline was as well, and, and our kids participate in sports. We believe that um, you know, sports teach so many life lessons um, that kids can value and grow from and, um, and really helps individuals um, learn life lessons um, through you know, the blessing of participating in sports. I like that. So, you know, with, with that being said, have you been able to um, participate in any of the competitions by being a volunteer or, or anything to that nature? Yeah, through the years, um, you know, I grow, grew up in Bryan College Station, um, home of Texas A&M, and um, uh, College Station area has been a big supporter of Special Olympics. Um, you guys have had several events through the years here and um, actually have a very uh, good friend, Randy uh, Daniel, who has been a yearly volunteer with Special Olympics and always promotes um, what a great program it is. And um, have volunteered a couple of times through the years through high school and college and uh, really enjoyed participating um, in the program. Now you said that, you know, y'all were in different locations with Jacqueline being in Austin and Ross, you being in uh, Bryan college station. Is there a little bit of a rivalry there uh, with uh, Texas A&M and UT? Because you know what, you cannot get better than a, you know, gig them. Gig em, gig em, gig em there, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, see, I knew sure. that was coming. For sure. For sure. Got, got yeah, yeah. I went. I, I'm a Texas A&M graduate, and uh, and Jacqueline definitely represents the burn orange, burn orange nation over there in Austin, which is where it's it's an awesome deal. <laughs> yeah, y'all should have seen Chris over here while while Ross was talking about A&M. He's like, yeah, making all of these faces, you know, pumps, uh, pump, uh, fist pumps, and. Thumbs in the air, so you know I knew it was coming. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely got got to definitely get it in there. So uh, we'll we'll toss it over to you, uh, Jacqueline. You know, can you uh, before we get too much more uh, into the interview, kind of tell us, you know, what your role is um, with Anco and, and kind of what you and the company represent. Yeah. So, so, so my role is, is I'm a benefit producer and, and we love Ross and I actually work directly, like you mentioned with Sarah and the team, uh, just really enhancing and doing everything we can for, for the staff of Special Olympics and, and providing benefits and, and, and Sarah and the team always look to see how we can improve those for you guys. And, and so that's really my role is just supporting um, any, any kind of employee benefit questions that come up throughout the year and just at open enrollment and, and also too. And we, we love just working with you guys and, and really the mission um, that Special Olympics Texas brings um, brings to the community. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm in charge of the the benefits department here at Anco, and um, you know we're we're an, an old established company um, founded in 1873. We're the the oldest business in Bryan, Texas. We're actually older than Texas A&M University, um, which which is an awesome thing uh, to be part of an organization that's been around for a long time, but continues to grow and uh, bring new ideas to the market. And um, it, it, it's just a great place to work and um, really to be able to support organizations like the Special Olympics and and, and other um, charitable nonprofit organizations. Uh, it's a great part of the things we do in every community we're in. Now, you know, we're going to keep it there with you, Ross. Um, you know, I guess, why did Kobe partner in sh- partnerships with Special Olympics Texas. Yeah, so it it really comes down to wanting to support our communities. We know with COVID and everything like that, um, it's created you know lots of issues across the state and across the country and the world, frankly. Um, and we know that sports and the connection people have um, with different sporting events. Um, that Special Olympics promotes in every community, and especially probably with some folks that have been really impacted um, by the last, you know, year, year and a half. Um, we know that you guys are going to help bring out the best in our communities. We know that you um, will support uh, these individuals that oftentimes don't get a chance to participate um, and get them engaged um, and, and enhance every aspect of their life by, through their participation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, you know, we love partnering with, with companies and organizations uh, like yourselves that want to give back so much to uh, the community that you actually live and work in. We always want to understand because when we when we have these types of podcasts and we have companies like Anco and, and different companies come on board that are helping us out so much, um, we, wanna, we want other companies that maybe haven't volunteered with us or gotten on board with us to kind of know what the process is like. Um, so, Jacqueline, I'll kind of toss it over to you. What was the process of getting on board with Special Olympics like, you know, um, you know, Sarah may listen to this. So maybe only only good words about working with Sarah and all that. But, you know, what was the process like? Um, for Anko just to jump on board with us. It, it was extremely easy. And, and Sarah, Sarah really, um, I mean, she, she helped make it easy too. I mean, she, she thought of us immediately just internally from a, from probably a conversation um, of some internal go- goals, um, but she connected us. And um, then, I, I mean, the, the process is, I mean, 
very, very smooth. Um, but she made the connection on, on how we got started to, to get going. And, and we love that we're a part of, um, what we do do in, in a partnership. So, so when you were jumping, when y'all were jumping on board with us, you know, what kind of ideas were kind of thrown out there by either you or, or us on our end? So what kind of, what kind of ideas, um, did y'all have to kind of get the, uh, the juices flowing to, to make this partnership happen? Yeah. You know, Sarah reached out and, and talked about some different ways you guys are trying to reach people right now. Um, you know, whether it be a podcast like this or through, you know, internet or social media, different types of, of ways to reach out. And, and we just um, basically said back, you know, how can we help you guys? Let us know what we can do to support the organization. Um, and, and like Jacqueline said, it was a very easy process. The connection was made with our marketing team. Um, and uh, you guys gave us an opportunity to come on today and talk about our partnership. Um, and we're just excited to move forward. That's great. It's always it's always f- great to find out that you know it's it's super easy for companies to jump on board because you know sometimes uh, companies may be a little hesitant uh, to jump on a, a board with you know a sports organization like Special Olympics and and all that. But it's great that that our teams know exactly where to go with these companies to jump on board, and that it, we make it as easy as possible to and for y'all to do things that y'all feel like y'all want to do and, and would be good for y'all staff and from y'all's end um, and just all around good for the community. So it's, it's really great to, to hear that. So what are some um, events or, um, or programs or even competitions that maybe y'all have been in, been to, to the past or some things that we've done over the past year that kind of stood out to y'all uh, and was like, wow, I'm really glad we jumped on board and was able to, to help this program succeed. A few years ago, um, I mentioned Randy um, in particular. Um, she works in, in College Station ISD um, with special needs um, kids in the schools. And um, like I said, she really supported Special Olympics. And I believe I was on Instagram watching um, the torch ceremony for Special Olympics. And you guys were actually clients of ours at the time. And I thought, you know, what an awesome event. Um, to see these kids participating in, in athletics and lifting them up and um, whether it be a track and field event, a race, um, it, it's really inspiring um, to see the impact that sports and athletic events have on individuals and how it can really lift them up um, and just see, just see their faces and, uh, and know what an impact it has on their lives. Well, you know, and, and with that being said, you know, let's go to the volunteering aspect of this. How important, and, and this can go to both of you, how important, uh, Ross, is it volunteering for you? You know, giving your time, and, and I know this is a, a dad of three kids and, and, and running a business and, and everything else, but giving your time is so important. Um, the, the organization um, needs support. It's across the state. Like I said, it impacts every community. Um, and, you know, volunteering um, for Special Olympics or, or any organization that promotes the, the betterment of the community is extremely important. And, and I think it's something that, that everyone really should do. I totally agree. So, Jacqueline, uh, same question to you. How important do you feel? Volu- how important is it to you about volunteering? 
it's extremely important. I've got two young children as well, um, two, two under the age of seven. And, and, and we do things um, not just with Special Olympics, but also like around Christmas time and, and really just having my family just involved and spending our time on how we can help others and, and really just connect with the community and, and do what we can to help make it a better place. And I just love showing my kids that and just passing that on um, along too. And that's where it starts at, you know, we, we start passing it on to our families. And before you know it, you know, we got friends involved, we have our neighborhoods and our community involved. So that's awesome. Now, you know, for you all, what do you all feel would be a driving port of uh, driving point for corporations uh, to partner up and volunteer uh, with Special Olympics Texas? You know, I think um, getting the message out there on what you guys do in every community, um, reaching out um, so that they understand um, how you're increasing participation and and in areas that are often, you know, and folks that are often looked past, um, engaging those those community members um, in a way that makes a positive impact on not only their lives, but really the lives of their families. Um, you know, I think that's a great way um, to spread the message and engage businesses um, to let them know, um, hey, this is how you can make a difference. Yeah, I, I think you, you mentioned it as well, too. Just as, 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 as you volunteer and you get others to volunteer, maybe it's your network or maybe it's your kid's baseball team and you talk about what you did, you know, last weekend or even, you know, you've got other colleagues at other corporations and really just word of mouth or sponsorships just like this one and how we, we, we're, we're, we're partnering here. I mean, it's, it's really just you can share it just even with your own network and your families. Now, you know, this is a, a question that we're just going to throw on you. For those corporations out there, are, it doesn't even have to be a big corporation. It could be, you know, uh, as, as we call them, the moms and pops little organizations that are looking to get involved and they think it's really uh, time consuming or, or very hard to do that. What, what would you uh, say to them? Yeah, no, it's good. So I would say that just, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot to make a big impact. You know, even a small donation, um, maybe like Jacqueline said, work within your network of businesses. The mom and pops that are out there a lot of times um, work together, you know, and they have to in order to, to promote their business. Maybe you get a group of businesses, small businesses together. Um, you could set up a, a, a fun collection, um, maybe a volunteer drive. There's a lot of ways that even a small business can make an impact in the community by partnering with you guys. All right, Chris, I'll turn it over to you now. Finally. <laughs> oh just talk, talk, talk. No, just, just, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, you know, when we bring uh, companies and organizations uh, onto this podcast, you know, we, we love to take, <clears throat> excuse me, the spotlight to talk about Special Olympics, but sometimes we want to, we want to turn it over to y'all because you know, your company, this company has been there again, since you said since, you know, 1873, um, it's, it's been there for a very long time. Um, you know, and sometimes at Special Olympics, the same thing, we've been here for a while, we kind of get stuck in a routine. Um, and not to take it back to uh, the year of 2020, but 2020, you know, threw a wrench in that routine. And we, we always want to ask, uh, so how did ANCO insurance change uh, with the time and try to reach out to the community? Because that's what both of our organizations uh, the main point is trying to get to the community and reach our community members. So how did ANCO change their ways uh, of getting to the community better um, that y'all kind of take that y'all may have taken into the year of 2021? I'll let Jacqueline go first. I got an answer for you though. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would just say, I mean, 2020 and, and, and I, it, it, it's rolling into 2021, right? I mean, we will get through it. But I, I, think, I think just as our, our company as a whole, we came together. We did. I mean, I'm just thinking even just recently, like the Texas ice storms, right? I mean, what can you do for your neighbor that's close by? Um, even reaching out to, you know, uh, maybe a client or, or, or a, you know, somebody in our network, any, any way that we can help. Um, I think we really came together just as a company as well, too. And, and really saw, saw leadership and, and voice on just how can we help one another. And I really saw that shine through ANCO. Yeah, I would agree with Jacqueline. I mean, we have to get creative or we've had to, um, you know, as kind of life's changed. And, you know, obviously many things we do virtually um, now that we, we never would have thought of doing that in the past. Um, you know, one, one way that we um, continue to try and help our communities, you know, I've, I, I work with a, a board here locally called Scotty's House, um, which helps um, sexually abused children and their families. And, um, you know, even though they didn't have their normal fundraiser, for example, we still contributed, um, to the overall event. Um, and, and knowing that, you know, it wasn't going to happen. Um, our, our company stepped up and, and still represented and, and, and supported them financially so they could continue their mission in the community. And I think that, you know, a lot of companies and I, and, and us included, um, you know, we're going to continue, um, whether it's we get the full-blown event or not, uh, to support uh, nonprofit organizations that make impacts in our communities and help help the betterment of everyone in a, in a time when it's really needed the most. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about you know opening back up and getting events back on, because you know we we are headed in that direction here at Special Olympics. We are headed back to our, our return to play, um, and all that. You know, what is what's an event, you know, Jacqueline, what's an event that you think that you would be most excited um, to get to go to in person? Because with us opening back up, you know, the Sarah is going to reach back out again and, and have you all come out to these events. So which one are you looking um, forward to the most to come out in person? Sarah is always talking about the joy of just the summer games. And I know there's a big event in College Station every year on and what what we can do at ANCO to help volunteers. So I know the summer games is a huge one. Um, so that's one that I would love, you know, to see back in action oh yeah so summer games that is that is an event um that you have to go see in person that thing is an amazing thing and kind of the same question to you ross what what are you most excited to do once we get back in the saddle of doing things uh, in person again you know i just want i really love interacting with people um like i said earlier i coach two youth baseball teams um just to see the joy on kids faces when they to participate our team got shut down last spring um and i saw the disappointment in the kids but now that we're opening back up again um just to see them go out and 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 play and participate in sports um i'm excited just to see that you know here locally across the country um ready for that um, personal interaction again um the, the virtual worlds are great um but you can't can never simulate the in-person uh, joy that you get to see um, when someone experiences success or victory. Um, it, it's impossible to replicate. And if you've never been to one of the Special Olympics uh, events, whether it's a, uh, a victory is a victory, whether it's first place or coming in fifth, because, you know, as a track coach, I tell everyone to try to PR, do your personal best. And those athletes, uh, Ross, if, if you you agree, they uh, seem like they do their best all the time. They're always wanting yeah. to uh, celebrate. Is that right? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead, Chris. I see you. See, I can actually see you. I know you have a question there, buddy. <laughs> no, I was just I was just getting ready to uh, come back with anything that you may have had to say. Um, I was just getting my, my comebacks ready. Okay. Uh, I, had, I, had to, I had to get it up here. <laughs> but no, like you're 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 great. The, the celebrations are are the best things that happen uh, at our events. You know, getting awards um, and even coming into the finish line uh, once they finish a race is 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 a is a joy to see. Um, especially at one of our competitions, it's, it's one of the main reasons why our volunteers come out um, and join um, our competitions. But uh, you know, my my thing is, you know, I just love that you know an organization like this uh, is taking part uh, of Special Olympics Texas. You know, and I was just at an event this weekend where there was a lot of nonprofits there. Um, uh, several of them are are there for you know. Um, special needs community there was some you know for you know battered and and abused um spouses um dependents what have you but you know to see that they're getting support from other companies and you know that's just that's just something that um is amazing to me um and and i always use the word amazing or awesome but it is amazing because i love that the world is trying to step up together and help those that are in need and support those as well so you know i i applaud you all for for joining our our uh, uh as a partner with special olympics in texas as well as uh with the other organization that uh, you were stating that you were uh, a part of as well so um man Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of weird for me right now because I've been without my partner for a little bit. And, you know, usually, you know, he can finish my, my sentence when I start <laughs> to struggle. Right now, I'm just going to let you struggle. Yeah, I'm just oh. going to let you struggle right now. Also, we're back to day one where you yeah, there we fun and letting me. Oh, OK, I see. <laughs> <laughs> we had to restart it all over again. Um, but, you know, before before we close this out, um, guys, you know, Ross or Jacqueline, is there any event that ANCO is throwing um, for the communities that are y'all y'all are in or anything that's coming up or anything that you want our listeners to know, um, you know, that ANCO is doing right now? You know, as far as events coming up, I mean, we're going to continue to support, you know, everything in our local communities. I know that um, – Anytime a nonprofit reaches out to our organization for support or help, um, we're always going to to lend a helping hand and and really try and um, you know be a partner in the communities that we're in. And whether that's Austin or Bryan College Station or <clears throat> Livingston, East Texas, or or um, any of the other communities, Houston that we're in, um, we're going to reach out. Um, to these groups and, and support them in any way we can. And, and like you said, as we open back up, it becomes even more important. Um, you guys, like Special Olympics Texas, need the support of businesses like us um, so that you can uh, reach your goal and your mission. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for the opportunity and everything that, that you guys do um, every day um, for the community. And and, and we, I just want to say thank you. Well, we would like to say thank you all for coming on and, and doing this interview with us. And, you know, I know Chris has said it already and I probably said it 10 times. But once again, thank you all for what you all do and uh, the support and partnership with uh, Special Olympics Texas. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having us today. and. Um, we look forward to working with you in the future as well. You know, we said it before the interview started, but uh, I just have to, you know, re-say it. You know, they're they're a great partnership um, that we have, and 
they're always willing to do anything for the community like like you heard in the interview they're just willing to do anything and everything for us and for the communities that uh, anco is in and serves and that they represent definitely and as you can tell in the interview you know uh, I really wish you all could have uh, had a video uh, visual of Chris when uh, Ross started talking about <laughs> about uh, Bryant. Oh, I almost said Brian Irvin. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian College Station. There we go. Brian College Station. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know he was all excited, you know. But uh, I, it's good to have people like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that have went to uh, prestige colleges, even if it was a small, you know, um, NAIA or D3 type college, to get someone that has a tie in their in their community and getting, you know, the people in the colleges in that area involved in things to that nature and giving back, you know, that is just the main thing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely the main thing. And then they show that, that that's what they do. Um, that's what they're, you know, company is, is is about is is giving back to the community and being just a, a good community member um to whatever community that they serve um and how many times can i say community in a sentence um over and over and over again it's just that important yeah, it's all about it's all about community yeah i was gonna say let's see how many times you can say it i think that was five times i yeah. know it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot it was a lot in there but no they're a great partner uh, to have and, and like you said they're here for the long haul they're going to be with us um for the foreseeable future and even getting it back into in-person games which is exciting because we actually see a light at the end of the tunnel of in-person competitions yes, and do. events coming back definitely you know a lot of the uh areas are are planning on certain dates uh to come back with different types of competition. Now we've only been allowed uh, one, two, three, four, five different uh, competitions that we can do at this time. Um, So I can say like here in our area 11, I think what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to come out with track. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's one of those things that you really have to, you really have to sit down and you have to work out because, you know, even though these competitions are going to, start we still have our our protocols that we all have to do oh yeah definitely and in the summertime coming back with our regional basketball competitions you know in galveston and um over in lubbock is it's going to be a big thing to open up you know state pretty much state competitions um with that once again and you know and speaking of basketball you know march madness is upon us the elite eight have been set yes they have i um actually did not watch any basketball this weekend. What? I did, not, I did not. None of my teams are in it, so I really don't care. You know, matter of fact, I'd even do a bracket if that tells you anything. Well, I didn't either because I don't think the, the where I usually do my bracket, we're not doing our bracket yeah, this yeah. year. Uh, you know, still trying to get in, but I can't believe you didn't watch no any basketball. Zero, zero. But, you know, Let's say if I was actually home, I probably I probably would have, you know. Oh, he uses uh, yesterday, the excuse I wasn't home. Yesterday I was oh. uh in Waxahachie, you know, for their little tulip. Oh uh, yeah. So hey, let's yeah, let's talk about that. You know, the, the North region actually had their you know, actual kind of in person thing this weekend. Definitely, you know, it was just staff members, but we yeah. were out there amongst the community. And I've never been to like a 
tulip what 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 was that uh bizarre or whatever it was pretty cool because you had all of these flowers out in the field and people coming by and and um picking the flowers you know learning about special olympics uh learning about um let's see what else was there uh best buddies uh and and all the favorites all the favorites there you know <laughs> and what was so cool about it is that the lady from best buddies and i were talking and uh I think we're going to have a little sit down and, and see how we can uh, come together. So, you know, it's, that'd be pretty cool. Um, so, you know, we, we were doing that. The YMCA was there. All right. So I'm, I, I was doing good on my, my diet. Well, not, not <laughs> diet, but eating, eating uh, plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I smell funnel cakes. <laughs> That is, that is, wow. You know, a good state fair. I mean, uh, and I said state fair. I'm not saying Six Flags. Six Flags got some, they have some good funnel cakes, but it's nothing. We're like talking, we're fair. talking the state fair of Texas. Yes. Here. So, and that's the way it smelled. And I'm like, man, I'm uh. going crazy. <laughs> so I walked over to this food truck and it was actually funnel cake donuts. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I took wow. that card. I would say, I said, look, um, I'm with Special Olympics. Uh, we're going to be having us uh, a couple of competitions here. I guarantee you, this would be awesome. They were, they were like, as soon as you have a competition, call us. We will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Everett doing the hard work in getting the funnel cake donuts out the competitions, <laughs> doing the hard work. Oh, oh my, oh goodness. my goodness! Wow. And look, I brought. I brought 20 home and they told me how to warm them up. No, they told me how to warm them up. So I was like, will they be crispy again? And she was like, yeah. So I warmed them up and I ate, I ate four and there was still like, there was still like 16 on the tray and my son hadn't came out. But when I came out this morning, they were gone. So I guess they were good. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All because you went to, I think it's called Tulip Palooza, right? Yes. Tulip Palooza. Out in Waxahachie, yes, sir. So there we go. It but was that's a cool. man. Do you go to go to talk about Special Olympics and you you bring home funnel cake donuts? Oh yes, the best thing to do. But you know, um, we were yes. talking about. I don't know how we got on that. We were talking about you know basketball. Um, <laughs> and, you know your team's not there, but hey, you, we got Baylor and uh, Houston are still in it. They've got a chance to go to the uh, final fourth. You know, we won't have a Texas on Texas final, but we, there's a chance we could have a Texas team in the final. Yeah, I'm not going to root for Baylor because I always jinx them. I always, so I'm <laughs> not going to root for them. All right, you know, so uh, who who are you going to root for? Now, who do, do you I not want to win the tournament? Gonzaga. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want Gonzaga to win. Now, you want me to tell you <laughs> who I would really love to win? Yeah, let's get it. Michigan. Really? Yes. Why? Because because Juwan needs it. Mm. You know, uh-huh. he was on the Fab Five and they didn't get it done. So now he comes back as a coach and gets it done. That's gonna there be amazing. Go. There you go. It's kind of it's kind of old school basketball, Michigan going up against UCLA. And it's kind of like the old yeah. school March yes, Madness right is. there. Yes, that should so that should be fun. So, you know, hey, let us know who you're going for in March of Madness, who you want to win the entire tournament. Um, I'm always rooting for a, for a Texas team. Um, you know, <clears throat> Abilene Christian got it done against Texas, but couldn't get it yeah. done in, in the long haul. But uh, um, it would be good to see a Texas team win that. 
It, it would. Um, didn't UT win it back in a couple of years ago? Oh, I, mm, I don't like know. That. See, and that's my thing. Maybe it, maybe that's the jinx because I'm not, you know, really from Texas. So every <sighs> time I root for a Texas team, then it's just like one of it's the greeny curse. Ah. The greeny curse, you you know, from Mike and Mike back in the days, he would oh, yeah. meet someone and then they would mm. just bomb. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I know a few of those people that root for things and they just bomb. <laughs> I know, I know, I know a few people that are huge Cowboy fans that every Sunday they guarantee to win. And look how this season turned out. Mm. See, I've been using reverse psychiatry on. Uh, Psychology, psychiatry, whichever my son over here corrected me. Psychology <laughs> on the Bears. I'm like, man, there's no way y'all can win. And then they pull it out. So, you know, I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you Cowboys well, well, fans, let's start using that. Maybe they'll start winning more. There you go. Maybe. Maybe. There's no way this could possibly get any worse. And then, being my luck, it'll just get worse. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Never say that. <laughs> now, that is a no no in any sport. There's no way this can get. Yes, there is. There's no way this can get any worse. Oh, we just say, man, there's no way they can pull this out. There and you then, go. Uh, you know, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, with that, you know, baseball season is right around the corner as well. And we're you know, really we're super excited I about that. that. I want to root for the Rangers because I really like the Rangers, but every time I do, and that's the reason the reason they didn't win the World Series because I was just all, yeah, they got this. Nah, nah the, I, the reason we didn't win the World Series is our pitching. We just couldn't finish it out. Okay. Don't, right. take, don't take me back to those dark times. <laughs> don't take me back there. Uh, baseball season's right around the corner. Things are, are starting to – it looks like it's going to be a really good spring, at least. Um, from my view, and uh, uh oh, something happened. Yep, all right. Is that you going off to? No, I'm not. Uh, uh, nope, not me. <laughs> not me. All right, but no, it looks like a really, really good spring. Um, from where I'm from and from, and, and for all of us opening back up, especially you know, us moving towards. Um, the prospect of in-person competitions again it's going to be a really good spring into a really good summer but you know what other things are you know going on right now well, you know right now we are you know getting ready for our you know you were saying community that's what i wanted to say earlier you know uh you were saying a bunch of community and that's what we're getting into the community base of the podcast where we're getting our unified pairs in here. And, you know, you all have heard at least three of them. Mm -hmm. We have another one that uh, the East region, they'll be doing it here uh, in a few weeks, but um, I think it's been going very well. Oh yeah. And to let them go ahead and do it on their own and you and I just sitting back and just listening and being on there just as a supporter, I um, think that, you know, we, we have some great, some great uh, people to do this. So, you know, oh yes, community-based, turning everything on. And that's the, the way that uh, Special Olympics Texas is running right now. All the things that we have pretty much, we're turning them over to our unified pairs and partners and or um, partners and sponsors. So, you know, those are the pretty the, the pretty cool things that we're doing that I'm very excited for. Oh, yeah, definitely excited for that. And, you know, finally bringing out, you know, bringing to fruition what we thought 
um, this podcast would be is, you know, traveling from competition to competition. And now um, with different hosts in each region, that's, that's a big possibility. That's a, that's a possibility that's going to happen. Definitely. Definitely. The other thing that's happening is tonight at midnight, you all, I know we said this a lot. No, I'm sorry. Monday at midnight, um, <laughs> we got uh, our our um, registration in for, you know, for yep. our shots. So, you know, thank you for everyone that registered. You know, I've heard a lot of different things. You know, we all have our own opinions about things. And for those that may have not wanted to get the shots, uh, I know that a lot of folks that were in that boat still shared that information with their friends and families. Oh yeah. Uh, so that they could go ahead and do it. So, you know, thank you all for doing that. Yep. Starting, starting in April, you know, our partner, Terry town pharmacies, uh, has been gracious enough to give us, um, you know, doses of uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, Johnson and Johnson. So we're really glad that we were able to get that opportunity out to the community for anybody. And I mean, anybody who wanted to sign up um, to receive um, that vaccine, had the opportunity to sign up to get it. Um, and again, starting in April, you know, registration closed on Monday earlier this week. Uh, but starting in April, uh, we're going to start rolling out. Um, those doses to 15 we're going to be in 15 different cities across the state of texas so um, we've covered it pretty well and uh, i haven't had uh, didn't get the the last you know numbers of registrants but we had a we had a huge amount um, of our community sign up for for getting these vaccines and and starting the road again to in-person competitions to open up safely so we're really glad that our opportunity was given to us um, by Terrytown Pharmacies. And if you took the, if you took the opportunity and signed up, again, we're just one step closer um, to getting back to in-person activities. That's right, definitely. So let's see what else is happening. So connected uh, North Region. Yeah, North over Region one took one over thing, this week. One of the cool things that uh, we did, I went to a uh, um, a friend. Uh, she used to do our stretches uh, when we were doing the, uh, you know, twice a day pivot peak. Now, some of the workouts that she is going to uh, put out there, um, I'm not too sure how much of a modification she did, mm -hmm. but um, she did take in consideration of, you know, our athletes that can't, you know, get off of a ball, things to that nature. So um, I was waiting before I released it. She had a professional baseball player. Uh -huh. that she was doing some work with and she was wanting to uh, she filmed uh, them working out so i'm still waiting on that so i don't know exactly which workout uh would have <laughs> dropped uh, on thursday yeah. but just just know that even though it's not lifting weights uh and it is stretching you can get a major workout just by doing the stretches with a major leaguer that's right. That's right. Look at that. Look at that. Are we like name that. dropping? Name dropping? Any name drops or no? We don't know at this point. We don't know, I don't know his name. I can just tell you that he plays for the Red Sox. And Ooh. I know you, you, you Ranger fans don't like that. So I'm not. I'm, hey, I didn't even say that. I'll take her. I'll take a Red Sox player to, to you no know, do a workout for our athletes. Okay, that's what's a major league. Like it's that. a major league. You go. There you go. There so. we go. So uh, yeah, that that sounds awesome and. uh so connected is you know taking taking off again. I say that every single week, but uh, yeah. you know it's here it's here to stay. Uh, once we even get back to in person competitions, this is still going to be available. And you know, um, a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, virtual winter games ending. Um, you know, and we're already talking about uh, 
having a virtual component to our summer games coming up. Yes, so, so it's going to be pretty cool. For those of you all who are, you know, concerned about going out and competing out in public right now, we're still going to have uh, our virtual games so that you can go ahead and still compete and have fun. And, you know, I think, you know, deep down, there's a lot of people that kind of like these virtual games. Oh, uh, they're proven that there are a lot yeah. of people out there. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that love these virtual games and you know and even if you do come to in-person competitions maybe you use the virtual ones to you know hone your skills in there you go like a lot that. of opportunities use it as another way to practice because practice is important yes it we're not going to iverson practice. this one and be like practice oh, no, <laughs> practice we're not going to throw an iverson out there no, we're iverson on practice okay. practice practice is important right now it is it very very is. much important, especially since we've been out of uh, the loop for over a year yeah i know you know, get out there do some practice hey like he said use the virtual games as a practice for when you get out there and and truly uh, compete so uh, i know so speaking of being out for for a year it's not just our athletes that you know we got to get back out into into the practice routine it's staff members too we got to get back into it again after not being out in competitions for a year you know we got to take those extra steps and maybe uh use the stairs instead of an elevator when you go to the office yeah i've been trying to do that my knees are killing me right now so <laughs> we'll work on that but no yeah i'm always i'm always having to do it so um and and that's one of the things that we were talking about you know it's doesn't just affect the coaches. I mean, the athletes, it affects the coaches, the staff members, because, you know, we're telling the athletes, you need to go ahead and, and get out there and practice. Well, we, as Chris just said, we need to get out there as staff members, start doing a little extra walking because uh, you kind of forget how much we do during competitions when you haven't oh, yeah. done it in a while. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's everything. I think it is. Oh, we better talk about uh, um, SO Extra's uh, fun thing that they have because, you know, Miss Extra herself will get on to both of us later. Um, <laughs> mad science. Mad science. Be a mad scientist with us this week. Every time you say that, I, I still want to sing weird science. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say mad science, I, I visualize the picture of Albert Einstein with the messy hair. Yes. That's yeah. When they say mad science, I'm like, I immediately go to that image. Uh, well, it's just so fun. I get you there, but when I start singing the weird science, I immediately think of the picture from um, the scientists off of Crash Bandicoot. You know what I'm talking about? The mad science on there. No, as like a little beard. Well, anyway, if you play, <laughs> if you play PS4, if you ever play Crash Bandicoot, give me a holler. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're talking to the guy that has has been an Xbox for almost his whole life, so <laughs> uh, don't know that one. But yeah, Mad Science. We have a lot of fun stuff coming this week from uh, from the North Region, and then um, it's going to be packed next week, even with the the East Region. Definitely. coming up on board so um it's gonna be a lot of fun make sure you're checking it out you don't want to miss it um and again getting start getting ready go for walks uh, you know if you're if there's a gym open or you have a gym at your house start start pumping in the gym get ready because like i said we are one step closer the light is at the end of the tunnel we can see the light and in-person competitions um are 
just around the corner. Just around the corner. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. She'll be coming around the corner when she comes. Why did you interrupt me? That's so that's so rude that you would interrupt me. Everybody, tell him how rude that is. That was very rude. Can't you just hear our listeners tell you how rude that is? That was rude. Well, they're probably laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Take it out. There we go. I, I kind of liked your outro there. She'll be coming around, and we'll just we'll just fade off from there. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Remember to stay so active, and let's all stay so connected. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution. Mm-hmm.